Oh, slam behind. Be free, sir. Be free. Be free. <laughs> are we are we rolling? Oh, that old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all call Keon being a silly dad. Yeah, when you got kids, you got to be silly every now and then. Oh, you got to be. You got to gotta play the role. Dumbest stuff. It's fun too. It is. It is fun. Because no one judges you for it. Nah. The kids love it. They like, <laughs> and other people be like, oh, look at him. You got like a total yeah. idiot. You win every time. Dads win a lot in life. Yeah. You know so nobody expects much from us. Right. Are you, you know still here? Are you still here? Look, great look, job. You are a fantastic dad. I hate when people say that to me. You're a great dad. You don't know. Right. You don't know what's going on in my house. You don't know what you see, man. I could be beating everybody in the house daily. You don't know. Perception is everything. You know, at least I was here. It'd be some horrible dads. I was there. My, my. Like Denzel and Fences, he was yeah. a whack dad. He was. But he was there. He was there. I ain't got to like you. Right. That was the coolest kind of, that, would, that would be nice if you did. Mm, like, man, I ain't got to like you. I hated that scene. I played that <laughs> character in a, in a play. And I was like, ah, my bad, dog. <laughs> my bad. You you a decent son, I guess. That, cause that stuff, man. You know, I was watching this thing on uh, John Wayne Gacy this weekend. You familiar with him? Yeah, man. He killed like thirty three boys, and uh, growing up, you know, he wanted the approval of his dad. His dad was harsh, beating him, calling him fat, loser. You'll never make it. And then you know, homosexuality. You better not even bring that yeah. to the to the table. And so. I think the the pressure from his dad created a serial killer. Probably. And then, you know, because the, the kids he was killing was like, you know, he was cruising looking for yeah, boys to yeah. smash. And he smashed like hundreds. But the ones he would take out were the ones he felt like would either be missed or would, you know, yeah. out him. as a. So that's when he would. I was like, man. Just imagine if Pops was cool with who he was most from, serial from the killers, Most serial killers have like either mommy or daddy. Or man, I was just like, man, Pops. That's why he called him. He named him John Wayne. Because he was a fan of you know yeah. the actors, so he's like manliness, manhood. Next thing you know, thirty three boys buried. Dead. It's always the same mo. Man, he was, a, he was a great guy. He was liked in the community. The cops didn't believe one dude to survive. They didn't believe him. They're like John, nah. Cops are <laughs> trash, man. They let John Wayne Gacy slide for a long time. Jeffrey Dahmer, duh. But the dad, man, he would still visit Jeff. He'd be like, man, it's my son, man. You know, what do you do? Um, Raise him better. That's what you do. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. Talked to my dad this weekend. I ain't talked to him in a minute. Like in a good while. He, he like, in the group chat, he just put, like, LOL. Yeah. It's me, my brothers, and my dad. He'll just be telling We was like, where is he at? <laughs> where what was he? he doing? <laughs> so he got a new job, but he's been working. But I was like, why is he even, like, MIA? So I just called him. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, you know, uh, you know, I just, what he, what he was avoiding <laughs> us because he didn't want to like unload what he what was he was going through. Uh-huh. And I was like, just tell us to get over. So we talked on the weekend. The very next day in the group chat, he was like, oh, he was all in. I just, I guess he just had to get that out. But I'm like, what are you hiding from? Like, we was like, you're hiding. What are you hiding from? Right. But anyway, it was crazy because I remember I was talking to him and. uh I thought about what I said in the and on this podcast like weeks ago when I was like uh, out grew him, mm-hmm. and then I thought about it and like I didn't I outgrew him in the sense of like needing advice right, but as far as uh every time I talk to him I take away something yeah like every time whether it's I because he forces me by talking about himself he forces me to reflect on who I am as a man mm-hmm. a son and a father. So like I always walk away and because I have to meet him where he's at when he's talking, it yeah. like makes me a better person as far as listening to people, trying to understand people, whatever, right. whatever. So I get something I take away something every way I, every time I talk to him. Uh-huh. I was like, so I do still need to stay around a few more years. <laughs> you can hang out. You can hang around. Yeah. You know. I didn't talk to my dad. I talked to my dad a few weeks ago. Uh my uncle passed away and then um so I called him. I was just like, Dad, did uh 
And when when I called him, it was like, you know, because I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. I did? Yeah, because you said your brother told you, and then you told your dad, and your dad was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was just casual. <laughs> he was so casual when he picked up the phone. I was like, did uh, he register now? He's like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. My dad, he always gets into the Bible too deep sometimes. You know, oh, and yeah. I'd be like, duh. I mean, I feel it, but it's like, yeah. Once, once it gets too, if it's too heavy scripture, then I kind of, I kind of fade out yeah. a little bit because Versus just a regular talk. Yeah, message. Yeah. yeah. Then I was just like, ah, I'm at church, and then I mean, not not that there's anything wrong with church, yeah. but sometimes it's so heavy scripture that they lose me as an audience member, and so. Yeah, just talk to me regular. Just talk to me regular, mad regular. Yeah. I'm all in, you know. Like when when I went to Chicago and me and him hung out in his basement. It was great. <laughs> that just sounds hilarious. In the basement. We was hanging out in the basement. In the basement. I, I survived. Man, uh, the basement, Midwest, you a Cali guy. Midwest yeah. basements are everything. Like the basement is just another house yeah. onto itself. And so every time I go to daddy's house, straight to the basement. I just go down there. If my stepmom is up, I don't think I've ever seen her in the basement. I don't think it, uh, since the 80s, I can't remember my stepmom <laughs> going in that basement. But uh, we was always down there. and then I always wanted a basement. Oh. That's what you saw in movies. You have it like a hangout down there. Yeah. You have it. I wanted a basement or a cool attic. Yeah, like man. Like, you go upstairs, like a real one, not one that's space yeah, and spider crazy. web. Yeah. But a real one, like, the, I always wanted that to hang out in. And mm-hmm. we was like, we're in California. We don't have that stuff. The basement, man. I still want a basement to, to this day. And uh, when my, my stepmom is up, we'd be upstairs talking. And then when she get tired, go to the basement. Then my dad came down there. We was talking for a long time. I just found out a lot of stuff that I never knew about him. Because I left Chicago. I left Chicago when I was a teen. And so, you know, I didn't really get a chance to have those, like, regular conversations with Pops and, like, about work and stuff like that. Because when you're a kid, you don't care about work. No. You don't care about what your parents did. You just, can I get this G.I. Joe? Yeah. Can we go to the movies? And you, you can't even relate to what they be talking yeah, about. Yeah, you can't right. feel it then. But then when you a man, you'll be, you'll be like, man, so tell me about the job climate in Chicago <laughs> in the 70s. Now I'm all in. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, it was like that then. That was just a great, great time. So when I go back to Chicago this year, I'm, I'm definitely going over there. I was talking to a friend of mine about talks with your dad now versus back then. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like people always say, like, when, whether it comes to raising kids, marriage, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They be like, my dad never really prepped me. Because, you know, like, I was, and I thought about it, and I was like, there is no prep for, let's say, marriage, right? Right. There's no prep. I don't know what mothers and daughters talk about, but for fathers and sons, there's no real prep because you know they give you the general. It's, it's gonna be some work, right? It'd be hard. Yeah. It ain't no cakewalk, you right? Know? But they can't, they can't prep you for it because a, you can't tell the realness without revealing your own right. dirt, right? Mm-hmm. Two, you can't reveal the other side of marriage without dogging the mom, right? Whatever y'all go through, you can't be like, your mother, the piece of shit, man. Right. You can't do that. Right. You can't do it and vice versa. So when it comes to entering the certain things, you only get the surface of the story because they can't dive in deep without revealing right. too much that might skew, you know, where you at. So it's just like, hey, man, you know, yep. you're going to be all right. It's, it's work. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? The only thing you can do, the best thing you can do, if you got the access to, like, open parents, you got to talk to both. And draw from both, cause you always gonna get one yeah. one side versus the other, and then you and know. then parents ain't gonna want to do that, cause they gonna right. You don't want to dog gonna, the other parent. Exactly, they are gonna be sitting there. It's it's a rarity that you yeah. get like completely open, like parents to where they it, just they put would have it to be divorced. Yeah, and or like, they could be a, a couple that really just yeah. kept it real the whole time. Uh, yeah, I don't know too many like that. I don't know yeah. if that's. But I thought about that, cause I was like, man, you know, there's no prep. Cause that's that's what I'm striving for in my current relationship. Mad openness, no yeah. matter no matter what, yeah. like whatever it is, even if it ain't good, it's like, look, this is how I feel about this. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. my dirt has been already put on the table, and like, so there's no surprises. So yeah. it's like, 
You know that, and that's what I, you know, strive for with this relationship. Well, I feel like in a relationship is very doable, but yeah. like when they get of age, they're like, "Tell us about." I can't tell them. Well, you can if you you lay that blueprint for the whole relationship. Well, y'all was always open and honest. Then it's easier to be like, "Well, yeah, you know, before I met your mom, I was out here." That's easy. That that part, and then but, you keep but it rolling. me, I don't know if I can, because you know, there's certain stuff that happens in a relationship. I can't tell them. Well, actually, your mama. Her ass, like I, I feel like you, I'll be talking negative about her, right? You know what I mean? Which when it was between us anyway, yeah. Like all I could do is give a surface. Well, sometimes, you know, a woman might feel this way or right. on, but I can't dive into actually. That, like you can't, <laughs> you can't do it, right? You can't do it. It's a tough one, man. And plus, you know, relate. There's no blueprint for no. marriage and relationships. There is no blueprint. Everyone is different. Every every finger, relationships are like fingerprints in my opinion. Every every one of them is unique. Yeah, yeah, you can have similar themes or whatever, but at the end of the day like people say communication is key. Some people in the relationship, they might not want to know anything about you yeah. before before them. They don't want to hear it at all. Like, no, nah, yeah. don't don't tell me nothing. Yeah. And some people like tell me everything. We did we did a full on. We were yeah. driving up for a weekend and her her uh her friends got, one of them was getting married. Yeah. Her high school friend. Mm-hmm. So on the way up, I jokingly, I was like, so which one of these dudes you didn't smash? You yeah. Know what I mean? She was like, no, nah, I didn't mess with them. She's like, have I ever been in a room with somebody? I was like, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Yeah. And it was just, she was like, well, who? And I just laid it all out. Yeah. So, and how long did it take you to get to that, to where y'all had that conversation? We just had it on the way up. So y'all been together how long? Uh, Seven years? The seven years, seven years, man. That took a while to get to that. Well, we never asked. Right. Like, it ain't like we was hiding. It just never. It just never came And I up. said it jokingly, and then she was like, what about yours? Yeah. And then from then on, it just rolled. <laughs> and then we just was spewing <laughs> out stuff. <laughs> like he was in the interrogation room. Yeah. Did you murder? Well, you know, I murdered a couple. All right, so I murdered 17 people. <laughs> yeah, we just went in. Yeah. Then, but it was so dope because after, it was so friend. Yeah. Like, not that I did anything wrong, but it was right. just like. Now you know if she give you a funny look, that's right. why. Right. You know, or she, and then some of the girls. This how dope uh, Katia is though. She was like, you know what? Like I told her one of the girls' names. She was like, I actually respect her because she's always real cool. She's always yeah. real chill. She was like that other one. I knew something was up. Right. Women know, man. Yeah. She Women was like, she was know. Like, she be cool as hell. I respect that. Yeah. Like, but I be talking about that too. Like how you said every, even when it comes to communication. Right. If your partner ain't dope at communication, it's not gonna it's work. It's not gonna work anyway. Yeah, it, it's some closed-minded. Yeah, she's super it. easy to talk to because she'd be like, "Nah," and I, yeah. you know me, I'd be like, "Nah." Right, I don't care about nothing. Right, right. So it's it's easy to communicate because we can handle the communication. Right. Some people be like, "How could you say that? You just told me to mm-hmm. tell you the truth, and now you can't handle the truth." Yep. And that's what it is, man. Like, so you, so you got to know who you with, and yeah, then, and then go from there. Because some people ain't built for it. No, not like at I because I, I, I would say my ex-wife. She didn't want to know. Yeah. She's like, nah. You know, Sabrina though, she'd be like, tell me everything. What's up with is this something? Did y'all flirt? I'm like, yeah. You yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? And like, you know, it's like that. So it's like, and you know, I've been you know, around a dude that she's still cool with. They they had an encounter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I ain't tripping. I was just like, all right. But he he was like, Man, you told him? Like, yeah, I told him. I don't like, care. Man, I ain't tripping. Everybody though. has a past. Everybody I don't care. has a past, though. Now when they start still kind of acting up while you, yeah. that's when it gets. That's just the, that's when you call some and then that's just a, yeah, because I say it's a respect thing, right? So, but other than that, I don't. I've worked with a dude, and from her past, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying. He yeah. probably don't even remember. Like, it was so long ago. <laughs> like, oh yeah, but uh, yeah. So, but every relationship is a fingerprint, man. You might your kids might be they might go through uh where they date somebody a little crazy, a little off. You know what I'm saying? I know my brother, man, he had a little moment with a crazy chick. I was like, ah. You know what I'm saying? Made me kind of scared to to dabble in the relationship pool. I was like, man, I don't want no crazies out here. <laughs> that's, what, that's probably what I blueprinted in my DNA. Because my dating DNA, man, I'd be skeptic. I'm, I was always skittish about getting into an actual relationship. That's why I only had like, I've only had like three real girlfriends in my life. And so, you know, I've always been skittish. Like, oh, she crazy. Oh, she the jealous type already. Nah, 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 nah. I run away from the pond like a deer, just like, nah. You know At least saying? you had that. 
Yeah, so it's like not nothing. Yeah, three three real girlfriends, you know, and it was just like I definitely had the opportunities, but it's just like ah, I run away. Yeah, I didn't want nobody away, of it. back into the woods, like ah, you know. Cotty's my first real girlfriend. Yeah. So that's why we used to have a lot of problems early on because she was like, how do you not know this? I'm like, because you don't find this a trial. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I didn't know this is how I was supposed to act in this situation. Blah, right. I didn't know nothing. Because mm-hmm. I I just was like, I'm going to be single forever. Yeah. That was your plan? Uh, yeah. Not forever because I, I always knew I wanted kids. Yeah. But I was like, I was holding, I was like, at 30, I'll start looking. Yeah. I was like, I had no intentions. Right. I used to be so honest, too, like up front. They'd be like, yeah. would you ever date? I'd be like, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't have nothing to do with you personally. Right. I just no, I don't want to do that. I don't because mm-hmm. I looked at I was looking at everybody else, like older guys. You know the the thing used to be, you graduate high school or college and have a family, right? And everybody was so unhappy, and I was like, because y'all don't live life, right? I'm about to live life. I'm, I'm not. To- I'm not choosing relationship over. Happiness. Yeah, I'm not because a lot of people just be. Like, well, I just gotta be. Yeah, in I gotta something. be with somebody. I gotta no, be don't. in something. No, you don't, man. Just chill, relax. I'm people not, can't I, be alone. I'm not with it. People cannot be alone. I will be alone. I had no issue being alone. Loved it. A lot of times, man, I I'd be like, look, can you just leave? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I have no issue at all. I don't mind. And That's like I- when I was single, like I was really just hooked on flirting. And the uh, and the thing like that, I was cool with never being around them. Nothing. The flirts was the fun for me. Yeah, I think that's most people. The flirting, yeah, well, was, most man, men, good time. The flirt and the hunt and all that. That's that's glorious. But I wasn't even really hunting like yeah. that. It was like, let's let's link up. A lot of dudes would actually link up. And prepare, they would try to get the smash. They would put the effort in strong yeah. until they got the smash. I would just flirt. Oh, you flirting back? Cool. I'm good with this. Like, well, let's meet up, and then I would fade. <laughs> <laughs> I would fade out. I'd be like, ah, the link up. I'm busy. And plus, you know, I was focused on career. Focus on career, man. When you got a career, like I used to see it all the time in TV and movies. Like, man, I'm just focused on career and this, that. I'm like, man, it must be nice to love something that much. Well, you put relationships aside for the career, and I get it now. I'd be like, I, I can see it. Like, you know, like, man, career, career first, everything else second. I, I I get it before I had them. Then yeah. I'm like, nah. Like, I still, we had to talk the other day about we have to make some sacrifices just because to get what we want to get. Mm. Like, I was like, I just got, I'm going to have to be gone sometimes. That's mm. just what it is. Mm. I was like, for, for you to get what you want and all that other stuff, got to be gone. Yeah. And that's just what it is. But I also don't want them, you know, 20 years from now, they just randomly talking to one of their friends. He was never there. Right, right, break right. Down. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. It was all I knew. Yeah, because dudes be having breakdowns later in life. Yeah. I put up a post about that, and everybody was laughing because they was like, it's true. I was like, if, if, a group of, if a group of grown men are talking, one's going to start crying. That's funny. If they're having a deep conversation, yeah. one's going to start crying. It's going to be some <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. My dad missed my third birthday. He's like, where did that come from? And he's been holding on for that <laughs> right. for 30 years. You'd be like, what the hell? Then my mother never told me she loved me. Like, yeah. oh, oh. It'd be so much stuff. And it's funny, too. Like, I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any baggage from my parents no. growing up. Like, you know, I'm blessed with that. Even, even you know, growing up, like, you know, my mom was never the – both my parents, really, they were never the I love you every day type. We weren't that family. Yeah. We, but when we got older, it turned into that. Like, yeah. you know, then it, then it opened the floodgates. But, like, you know, the first time I told my mom I love her, it was like a big deal for me to say it out yeah. loud. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it felt weird, but I was like, yeah. Because we, we had always not really spoke on it. Yeah. And then, uh, but in terms of me holding on, I got nothing. I'm, uh-huh. I'm cool with that. Like, the only thing uh, – yeah, I really don't have a lot of emotional, but even though we went through a lot in terms of, there was a dark period, you know, yeah. on, on the mom tip, but that that didn't reflect on, on you know, me and her. It's like once I exploded on her one time, she made the change, yeah. and then it was it was cool ever since. But that, that since that explosion, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's been cool, 
You know, yeah. I reflect back to the explosion. It's emotion there. Like, man, that was the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, and I was like in maybe fifth grade then. But after that, it was like, man, I see the trend. That's why my mom was my hero because I saw the transformation. Like, yeah. She was headed down a dark path. And then, you know, and my brothers were so tight lipped that I was like, ain't nobody going to say nothing? Yeah. Well, I will. And I exploded. And then it was like, my mom, the tight, you don't explode on her. Yeah. So she, I think she saw in that moment, like, yo, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And then we moved everything. It was just a shift. And I was like, all right, I need to explode more often. <laughs> And then, you know, that that taught me a valuable lesson in, you know, expressing yourself yeah. and letting, letting it all come out there. And so, yeah, but in terms of repression, I can't really think of nothing. I don't have any. I have I have things that I have a, like, that I don't do now because of my childhood yeah. or whatever, but nothing. Like, the reason why I won't argue, because uh-huh. my dad argued for a living like that like for fun like that that's why I won't do it yeah. like, I grew up like that I'm not doing this game. I'm not <laughs> arguing wait. points just to do it just for fun I'm not doing it yeah because people don't know in the group chat all we do is argue and that's I just tap out and like do. you always leaving I'm like I'm, I've done this I'm not doing it anymore yeah. but then I found out why my dad does it in our talks why okay. he talked like and I was like oh yeah it was a reason behind it like why he does something everything he does yeah you know he's discovering now why he's doing it and why he did it and all this other stuff and like really finding out about his childhood and I, and I was just like alright well, yeah. I understand but I was telling him we was telling him I was like well you gotta tell us this stuff so we know how to deal with you right so now that we know this is why you do A, B, and C right we're like oh okay well that ain't crazy yeah. you just finding out the source yeah is, it changes everything key. it yeah. changes you're like okay oh, well I get it. I'll let you go ahead and yeah. you know if you want to argue, whatever, get it out. Like, <laughs> Set up an argue, dummy yeah. for him. <laughs> dummy just be sitting there in the chair. Just, like, just Bob, just with the glasses on, <laughs> cigarette in his mouth. Just take it. Just, <laughs> you can shake him up if you need to. The argument dummy. Yeah, yeah everything. He's just telling me like a lot of stuff. He, oh, when I was in fifth grade, your grandpa told me this. Oh, that's why you yeah. do. All right. Yep. And I'm not nuts. I'm like, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only the only like like emotional baggage I have for one on the family tip is my my uncle Willie, like he was verbally abusive because he was an alcoholic. But yeah. I wasn't around him a lot. But I was like, man, if I grew up with him, I'd be told off. Yeah. And I look at I look at my cousins like the drug abuse they went through. Like, you know, I had one cousin, man. I don't know what he was on, but he he came in that basement. He was just yelling, screaming, smashing the mirror. And like, I was like, and I was on the other side of the basement. Yeah. His room was on the other side. He was getting closer to where I was. And I could just hear him yelling and screaming. I was like, man, please don't come in here. And I was in the bunk bed with the covers. The covers draped over the top bunk. So I was behind the covers in the bottom. Uh. I was like, please don't, <laughs> don't pull back the blanket. I was like, he was wilding out. And I was like, I don't know what kind of drugs he was on. And then my other cousin over here, and I was just like, then I look at the source. And I'm yeah. like, pops. And it was just like, you know, he was – he he would drink all the time and like he you know he was like Tony come here with your fat self and it was just like yeah. man had I not already you know I had pretty thick skin growing up because you know I was fat so it yeah. was like I had to have the verbal warfare or or the, or the hands to just either defend myself or go off and like uh, deal deal with the ridicule and like Willie wasn't making it no better but then I was looking at him like at an early age I saw him passed out naked. In the bathroom door yeah. when I came up from the basement one time, I was like, man, look at you. <laughs> and I was just sitting there just, yeah. just, just, just you, think you better than me out here. You passed out, but I may be naked. fat, but yeah. you are passed out. You loser. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had my little moment of reflection while you yeah. passed out naked. Had my little revenge. I was like, man, forget Willie. You know, he ain't getting in my head. And so, uh, but I never got a chance to like talk to him as because he's dead now. But like, yeah. you know, I never had that moment. Like, I feel like once you're an adult. You go back to the family and then just be like, why was you doing this? Yeah. yeah. I think it's good to have those conversations. Yeah, the talks are different. You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, because you're coming right. from a different perspective. And you get it. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, even being a father now, and I talk to my dad. I was like, you know, because old men, they just reflect all day, mm-hmm. think about what they did wrong. Never the good stuff. They right. always think about what they did wrong, yada, yada, yada. And I had to tell him, man, I said, man, to have two kids at 20 years old, mm-hmm. I was out of blew my head off. Like, <laughs> That's super young. I was like, you did it. Yeah. I was like, I don't care about 
you know. Y'all turned out good. Yeah, I'm like, we're fine, dog. Yeah, y'all turned out like, We're better good. than fine. We're good. You're like, right. You, you know, marriage stuff aside. And I was like, even that tip, I expect that. Now, right. not a, as a man, at 19, trying to hold down a family. Yeah. Being like, Come on, man. I'm not. That's ridiculous. Right. Right. That's ridiculous. I just, you know, I lost my family. I'm surprised. I'm surprised y'all did 20 years. Right. To keep it real. Come from where y'all came from. Neither one of y'all knowing crap. Right. You know, like to do 20 years. And y'all turned out good. Y'all some good. Y'all some solid individuals, like, man. You, you, you did good. Y'all, y'all ain't on drugs. Especially coming from my jail. grandpa. Yeah. Who, he was there, but he was, he was, uh. <laughs> he was one of them. Like, he was in the home. Yeah. But, man. Yeah, so I was like, job, you did good man. from scratch at right. 20. Right. Like, not uh, knowing nothing, no blueprint, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll turn out. I'll be watching y'all, man. I was like, man, y'all some good, y'all some good kids. Like, man. I was like, you're fine, dog. Every time we talk now, I just reassure him, like, you, you, you're good. We're good, man. Right. I was like, go work on you or whatever. But as far as what you feel like you did right. as a father, you, you did great, man. Yeah. He's like, that's why, he, you know, he talked about why he busted his ass to get taught my games because yeah. he wanted to do something. Somebody didn't show up or something like that. That's right. why I made sure. I tra- he would rush. Yeah, he, he would use his lunch breaks. He would do whatever. But I'd see him popping him stands. Right. As soon as the game was over, he jet out. He he made the games. He he coached half the teams. Like, he didn't have the time, but he did it. That's what's up. He was just he like, did a good job. Man. He went over the top. Yeah. Like yeah, you had mistakes, duh. Yeah. Like, so what? I wonder what moms think. Like, because in terms of like me being a dad and stuff, like like even now I don't see my sons a lot anymore. Because they be busy, but they, yeah. they they good, but they be, you know, busy. I'm busy. Like, I'm always on the road now. But I be feeling guilt. I be like, man, man, I never see y'all, you know what I'm saying? But they're at the age now where they not, honestly, they're not thinking about it. Yeah. But, but it, it, over here, yeah. I still be, I still be like, oh, y'all good, y'all When we got to high school, we kind of was like. Yeah. And it, and it's just a natural growth. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if you raise. If you raise kids to where they're cool with just, you know, getting off the latch of the parents, that's what you want. But at yeah. the same time, when they do it, you, you just want to make sure, was it, was it me? Was that was yeah. cool? And so I get your dad always worrying about, like, yo, yo. Was, Once I got my license, yeah. he was, my brother and was like, yes! Yeah. He was out. Out, man. Like, y'all drove like, over to the sunset. Like, See you later, it was, man. It was, it was Marty McFly and the DeLorean. He'd be like, y'all want to do something? He'd be like, ah, you know. And that's, and that's where I'm at. I'm just like, die. But um, yeah, man. But you know, I I, I hit the boys up all the time. Like, Dad, you good, man? Like, yeah. You sure? <laughs> I sent them a picture of me. Like, you sure? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, because I know that I know their mom sees them. They see each other much more than 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 I see them. So I'm just yeah. like, but the relationships are also different too, right? Like the relationship. I mean, we still. I remember my brother got sick. He was. Adult, mm. my mom was blanketed up. My babies, like it's still like it's different. Yeah. It's just relationships are different, so right. you're always gonna be, you know, your mom's mom and sons is gonna be different than. That's true. My dad became a homie when I got older. Yeah, and then the older I got, the more older I got, then we got more cool. Like just talks is different, and right all that other stuff. But like during that age, yeah, he's like, you wanna hang out? He's like. Yeah, I, I think, think around I like, used to that dynamic. Around like twenty five, <laughs> we started hitting. Like I remember on my twenty fifth birthday, we went to the club, and we was like, "Dad, let's go." He was like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah, he, he was like, like "Come on, me, me." You want to go to the club with your old man, Eddie <laughs> King? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> y'all still want to rock with old <laughs> When they invited him to sing at the cookout, he was like, "Y'all still." <laughs> <laughs> that's what my dad. We was like, "Come on!" Then we would start going over his house. I remember we didn't have a drink with him until, because he don't drink. Well, yeah. he does now, but he didn't when we were growing up. And because my grandpa was an alcoholic, so my okay. dad didn't drink. The one that's alive today? They're both alive. Both my, oh, my mom and. Oh, you both of them. Yeah, the, the women are the ones who are gone. Wow. That never happened. So we still had a granddad. We still have both. Scene. But the women, uh, both from, like, uh, one was uh, diabetes, the other one was, like, a heart thing. But uh, the guys are still here. They still Go here. Go figure. Go, and they're dope. still here with trash diets and the drinking, all, and they still here. That, that, man, let me tell you something about diet. And everybody always throw this argument out there, you know. There's scientific proof that you eat certain stuff, it tears your body up. That's yeah. scientifically proven. But there are also anomalies out there. People yeah. can survive on trash. It's just, I, I hate it when people bring up, 
trash examples. Yeah. Like, well, my granddad is 185 years old. He's an anomaly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Look at the scientific evidence. And, like, you know, and I feel like if you stay consistent with the trash, your body is just like, all right, well, this is, this is how yeah. we run efficiently. I think, too, it also, you know, when you talk about old people, yeah, they grew up on trash, but it was real trash. It was real. It was organic. Like, my grandpa grew trash. up on a farm. Like, so. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay, they so they having steak, but that that's day cow, and that's and they, ain't no extra chemicals, and, yeah, ain't no man it's like, made stuff. So in yeah, there. now he eats crap, but right. he's already he good now. Yeah. Like he's he grew know. up on the organic. Yeah, you grew up on the farm. Everything you ate was organic before yeah. organic was the thing. Exactly, it was just no no added chemicals, no no pumping them up with steroids. It was just. We raised the cow from scratch, and then we slaughtered. Yeah. Ate that cow for Like, I remember my mom, weeks. when they would go to Oklahoma to visit a, you know, family, she was like, man, they sent us outside to get the chicken and wring the neck. Yeah. She was like, that's the best chicken I ever had in my life. I was like, because it was real. It was all real. It was real. She was like, they feathered it, and, you know, oh, it was so good. No additives, no nothing, man. Yeah, that's why I like farmer's market. Farmer's markets, when I started shopping at farmer's markets, I didn't even know certain vegetables, this is what it was supposed to look like. Right. And I was like, what? Yeah. So what are we buying? Like, what's, yep. what is it's that? It's all that pretty and pumped up stuff. When you go, when you see it actually, man, it's not the prettiest, but it's good. It's so good. It's how it's supposed to taste. Um. Anyway, we got we got some topics to to cover. Um, the Varsity Blues scandal, for instance, the Aunt Becky, uh, Full House, Full House joint popping off. Uh, you know, rich rich parents paying thousands to millions of dollars to bribe college employees to admit they're underachieving children. They paid the bribes through a nonprofit that was supposed to help underprivileged kids get an education. Now that I didn't know that. That's filth. I didn't know that part of it. That's filth right there. I'm like, oh, the audacity. And but now, I did, I did know. I, I was like, why do they care about these white people doing white privilege things? And yeah. then I found out they was messing with the IRS. That's that's, like, that's why they care. You don't mess. You with and the it's IRS. fraud and money and all that. They don't care like, about coach. yeah. Because at first I money. was like, what's the white people been doing this since forever? You yeah. got the money, you help your people get right. along. You're like, I, like why is this? Then I found that out. I was like, oh, you can't mess with the government. You can't. You can't mess with Once the government. I don't care who you are. You cut them out of yeah. the deal? Like, oh, no, we got to we step in. We getting ours. Them politicians do this all the time. They just yeah. know how to do it. With with the government on their side, or exactly. just paying them the exactly. right amount of money, but once you once you bypass that, oh no, <laughs> no, 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 the government is yeah. not having it. That's how they like, going after them. I'm like, get them all. I think it's hilarious too. I'm like, get them all, man. I'm just I think like, it's hey. so funny. White collar crime is so funny to me. <laughs> like when they get busted, I'm like, you thought you was just like, we're just funneling a little money to the, get their asses. I'm like, yo, and it was funny. Uh, I was watching the news the other day, and they were talking about they were comparing this case to the to the black woman that that, that had to serve jail time. Yeah, she was using a separate address, and they were they were talking to her like, "How do you feel about it? you said you felt sympathy for the mom?" She was like, "As a parent, I get it. You, you parents do whatever for their children, yeah. so I get it on that front." And you know, yeah, they they did me too wrong by giving me like jail time for this. And I know plenty of parents that have done the address switch. Everybody up. does that. I think we. Well, I'm, shoot, I better not even say it on this because, <laughs> oh, you did, huh? I'm in jail for nine days. But, like, you nine know, days. I didn't know it was it was that serious of a crime where you can do jail time. Yeah. Just just the address switch and the, you know, because, you know, you want you want your kids to, to, to have a chance out here. If you can get them in a better school over here, of course you're going. Yeah, in this situation, their kids did have a chance. They just suck. Yeah, they were just trash. Yeah, they were either trash as parents or the kids just trash. Either way, it's like now you just you just doing privileged stuff. Like you're not trying to give your kids. And Aunt a Becky's better daughter was she, was she even passionate about college? No, I she said she didn't want to go. So you just you going to jail for nothing. Uh, you know, and that and that's be, that's a parent just doing too much, trying to trying to put themselves in the kids' shoes rather than talk to the kids. And like, if you got that much money, your kid don't need school. I mean, you can go do whatever else. You got connections, obviously, to go do yeah. whatever you want. It's like college. I remember we had somebody, we was in school, and a, and a business owner came in. He was, I'm going to be honest with you guys. We don't care what your major is. We don't care what you do. Whatever job you get, we're going to teach you how to do the job. Right. Unless you're like a doctor, a lawyer, something like yeah. that, right? He's like, all we look for in college students is that you started something and you finished it. Mm. He's like, other completion. than that, this yeah. is. <laughs> he was keeping it so real. My teacher was like, "Why are you telling them this?" Yeah, and he was like, "But that's the reality of it, man. 
Let's be real. Like, if you got the connection to get into something without school. There's so many successful what, people out here with no degree. What you need school for? No degree in sight. Mad successful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just got to go for it. Yeah, if you, uh, it's it's dependent. Like like I said, you can't just be, I'm going to be a doctor today. That Those ones, yeah, right. you got to go. Doctor, medical profession. Medical, lawyer, yeah, certain and, and the job is going to reflect that. Yeah. Like, when you're in the medical field, you working right out the gate. So yeah. them nurses, soon as they get out of there, them hospitals like, yeah, it's like the draft. They're like, ooh, look at this nurse right here. Yeah. Number one draft pick. Let's go. Because my ex-wife, my ex-wife was a nurse. So, you know, she went to college and she did, she did everything. She knew from jump, I'm gonna do nursing. Yeah. So it started in high school. Bam, she went straight through, graduated four years, no, no fluff, no filler. Boom. Just jobs right away, hospitals. Competing, yeah. like you know, and then when we was like, All right, let's move to Cali, she got jobs before we moved out here. It yeah. was just like, It was just like that. And I'm like, Man, y'all, y'all superstars in the game. And there's, you know, there's other majors out there where they graduate, and like, I can't find work. Yeah, I'm at Burger King, you know, but nursing, oh, yeah, you in there, you in there, but yeah, these people were just being over the top, like, We have money and we're gonna. Yeah, you <laughs> I didn't know Aunt Becky was 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 balling like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't either. I, I mean, probably the residuals. Oh man, residuals. She was, she had, she had always been working, yeah. but I just ain't been watching nothing she's in, so I just forgot about her really. And uh, and then the other girl, Felicity Huffman, that used to be on uh, Desperate Housewives. I ain't, I ain't seen her either, but I'm sure she's working. And yeah. I was just like, man. And then the rest of the people I hadn't heard of, but. Man, mm-hmm. the, the, the fact that the leader of the whole thing snitching on everybody is hilarious. Snitching, man. People be snitching. Hilarious. Snitching, man. What thing I like I I don't know, man. I don't respect snitching. <laughs> like when you already the criminal, like yeah. you know, you all like, you signed his, up for this. In his situation, the snitching was trash. Yeah. This was your thing. Right. You, and you, you, you snitching on it. That's trash. I don't like that, man. That's but if trash. you like on the outside, you the victim, snitch all day. Yeah. Like you know somebody's exactly. killing people next door, snitch on that. Yeah. But like but if you if in you it, part of the life, man. We about to give you 30 years. Well, hey, take the 30. You yeah, knew you what it was. Give me another one of your sandwiches. I'll eat the rest <laughs> of the murders. Like we Bay on the wire. He was eating mad murders. That was just like, man, that's just how I'm built. I was like, I ain't, I ain't telling, you know. But as far as the parents, you know, from parental standpoint, I get it. You know, you want your kids to have the opportunities and stuff like that. And parents, they'll they'll cut corners. They'll do they'll do whatever they can. Parents will cheat sometimes. Oh yeah, just to get their kids the leg up. So I get it from that perspective. But at the same time, I'm the kind of parent that um, if I feel like you ain't worth it. Like, if I know you just not even yeah. serious about college, I'm not yeah. going to be doing all that. I'm like, do you really want to go? I'm like, yes, either. I ain't spending yeah. my money on that. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a tight ass when it comes to that. I'm just like, man, 500000 you barely want to go. <laughs> I remember my dad stopped signing my brother up for sports. He was like, do you even like this? Yeah. I'm not you got to know money. your kids. I'm not spending my money on this. You out here in the left field chasing butterflies. I'm not yeah. doing this anymore. Now, if your kid is, like, looking out the window, they tried their hardest. They like, man, I just didn't get accepted. They looking out the window reflecting. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, you Curve know what? the frog pose. Yeah, <laughs> up against the window pane. I'm like, ah, you know what? Let me step in. But if they just like, right, I can come and grow. You going to community college. Yeah. Call it a day. You'll figure it out. So, yeah, from that standpoint. Was I surprised? I didn't care. I was just like, eh. I just thought I it was like, funny. I was like, yeah. And I was just like, get him. Like, I wasn't like, <gasps> yeah, because I, I don't know. When I see certain stuff, I'm like, a lot of news ain't news. Right. I'm like, yeah, they, they do. This is what they do. Trump's daddy, this is how they get. This is why people act like right. the way they act. We know this. I don't understand why everybody's like, oh, my God. People pay and yeah. bribe. Oh, my God. There's privilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. And what the only, uh, one of the good things I saw, when somebody wrote a joke, and they was like, uh. It was like it's funny y'all walk around here all day, mad at black people, Mexicans, whatever, for getting uh, you know affirmative action or the home they taking stuff yeah. that other people worked hard for. Meanwhile, these rich people taking all that for their bum ass kids. Right, they're taking the the, the openings in the spots. They paying mm-hmm. their way in. You yep. not mad at them? Yep. These people are busting their ass. Like they they don't have the opportunities, so right. they need that. But these people have it, and they taking your spot with money. 
Be you mad at them. Spot. Yep. It's funny what people spot like. You know, oh, you gonna look over there, but just this right here in your face. <laughs> yeah. And, and as far as the punishments they should receive, if that lady got nine days in jail for for just the address shift, yeah, you got. Oh, they gonna they gonna give them time. The IRS don't play. You you can get some jail time. They coming. You could throw Martha Stewart up in that pen. Yep. I right, Becky and them. They gonna they going. Be, they gonna be in that orange, new black. That's what it is. Man, that's gonna be quite the experience. Quite the experience, but get ready for it, man. Get your shank ready. Uh, they they had a, a youth climate strike recently. Students in over a hundred countries walked out of their classrooms to protest inaction on climate change. They say climate change will hurt the youth the most, and the older generations are not taking the threat against it seriously. Um, I'm all for it. First of all, in college, I would have walked out for anything. You would just laugh. Yeah. No class? Yeah, I would have been like, we walking out because we are tired of the lint on the carpet. Yeah. So I'd be like, you damn right. Get the vacuums. I'll walk out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have cared. I'd walk out for anything in school. Uh, if I showed up. Yeah, man. Oh, we had a walkout? I should have came to class today. Uh, I'm for it, man, because climate change affects the generations after us. Yeah, it's messed man, up how, how little thing. people don't care about. Yeah, man. I'm with it. I want kids to do this more often, harder. Like, you know, I know they got distracted because of the mosque shooting and whatnot, but yeah. they should do this again and again and again because it affects them. It's like, you see the climate change now. It's just weird weather going on. Yeah. Somebody said something the other day. They were like, I feel like young people should be in charge of Government, all that stuff, right? Right. Because they was like, these old white dudes, they just, they're done. Old white men. They're just done. And I was like, I feel what you're saying. I feel like it should be a middle ground, like just younger, like not kids. Not not teenagers, yeah, but not, it's, they're definitely But like 30s. More, yeah, you know, more diversity. 30, 40 and diverse. Because these old, it's, they got to go. It's no diversity in the upper layers, man. They got to go. like. And that's why I found out. That's why I found out why people was hating on Brie Larson, like Captain Marvel. Yeah, they was hating on her because she spoke out against there's too many white men in the movie critic game, and like you know, uh, tired yeah. of pro- we we we're tired of proving everything to, to white men, and then there's there's less there's less women reviewing these movies that are up for uh, you know awards and all that. Even even less. Women of color. So yeah. she she pointed that out a long time uh, ago. I was like, why are people? I was like, oh, yeah, because I understand why, why everybody was going so hard. Because I was yeah. like, I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. But I was like, as far as origin stories go, yeah, we've had some bad ones, and y'all didn't make right. much fuss. This like, is why. Because I was like, why are they on like Cap, Cap one sucked. Yeah. Oh, it was, Cap was trash. It was, it was a bunch of origins. It was whack. Thor was mediocre. Yeah. Black Panther was a dope origin. Yeah. But most of the origins. They, Usually yeah. the origin joints are a little soft, so except for Iron Man and Black I, Panther. When I saw people saying that, you know, the movie was okay and giving it like sixes and sevens, I was like, for origin, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. They was just hating on her yeah. for that. Because I finally figured that out the other day. I was like, what comments? And I looked. I was like, this is why they mad yeah. at her. Gotcha. And so. You know, she's absolutely right. Yeah. If you look at, cause I look at Rotten Tomatoes every day. It's mostly white dudes. You know, yeah. they reviewing movies about, you know, you know, they reviewing movies about women. They reviewing movies about the black experience. Yeah. Which like, I hate. Yeah. I hate when white writers write shows for something you know nothing about. Right. Like if it's a, if it's a show, like for example, you know, a predominantly female cast and whatever. And it's whatever. all male writers. It should be female writers in there. If right. it's a black cast, it should be black. Well, how do you, you can't write for me, bro. Right. You have no idea what it's like to be me. You right. Have no, you can't write for me. Mm-hmm. And you have a room and it's 20 writers and one Asian guy and a black dude. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> and it's called black Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> Black stuff on Black ABC. Stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And so I was like, that's why they hating on her. And the same goes for, like, you know, these cats in, in a, you know, political positions, making these decisions about global climate change. Yeah. It's like, all right, man, we, we, we got to do something here. Oh, you know, you Because they, they old, they on their way out. So they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm rich, so I'm fine, fine. yeah. My kids would be covered under some safe safety net. Right, that I didn't be building a bunker yeah. for 30 years. Everybody else is ass-cheeked out. It's got enough oxygen to last 63 years. <laughs> right. Because we tear, man, we tearing the planet up. I, I was in Cincinnati, we went to the museum, and I went to this thing. And the Omnimax on volcanoes, and it was like volcanoes are scary as hell. 
They yeah. volcanoes right now can wipe out humanity at any moment. If they all took it. At any busted. moment, they could just be like, "Blah, I'm sick <laughs> of y'all," and then we done. And I'm just like, man, this climate change can affect all of that. Yeah. And then we all out here. Nothing matters. The communication, the money, all of that goes to the wayside, and we just out here fending for ourselves until we die off. And then the earth is gonna be like, ah, yeah, rid of we them. need an apocalypse. Some people gotta go. Man, I just, I just, I don't want to go. Some people gotta go. Because when people say we need an apocalypse, <laughs> you might die in the apocalypse. <laughs> I think I'll be all right. No, I'm not. I'm not ready to go. <laughs> I'll pass on that. <laughs> Because a lot of people, when they say that, they think they ain't going to go. They be like, we just need to clear everybody out, just have a few of us left. Wait, you just you just know you're going to survive. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because you know the stupid people are going to die first. That's what we think. Stupid people, are they going to take, but stupid people always find a way to get everybody they, killed. They will survive. <laughs> they find a way to get everybody killed. The pieces of shit always make it through. <laughs> you know, the ulterior motive, cat, what up, Kate Dot? Kendrick, you want to read these questions? <laughs> the noises he's making. <laughs> uh, question from the audience. Uh, David asks, what advice can you give a man who's not enjoying fatherhood? Oh. I didn't want to have a child, oh, and it sorry. happened out of wedlock, and I've been, I've done my best to step up. Unfortunately, the first two years are horrible due to her and her family basically making it hell, and it completely s- destroyed what little bit of joy I did have. Now he's four. But at this point, I love him, but I'm just not interested in finding things to do with the four-year-old. What do I do? Because I'm truly not happy being a dad, and I want to be. Oh, that's man. a lot. Dude. Yeah, this is this is a whole lot. The, the family is making it hard for you, bro. Yeah. They are ruining the parenthood journey for you. And this is the direct reflection on them. Um. And what they're really doing is they're hurting the kid, first and oh, foremost, absolutely. and you, they're ruining your journey. Parenthood is one of the best things of all time, yeah. but I get why you're not enjoying it, because yeah. they're not letting you enjoy it. And that's that's jacked up. I yeah. just hope that you can make it through this these rough waters, and, and, and hopefully they make it easier for you. You might have to take legal action, though. If, yeah, whatever's you know. going on. Yeah, that sucks. Because that sucks the, court, the courts will be... If, if if you're a father that's really doing it and really, you know, worth your salt, the courts are the nicer courts to dads nowadays. Yeah. And if you if you're a dad that gives a damn, yeah, they'd be like, they're gonna help you out. Yeah, they'd be like, come on, man, like stop right. doing this. Yeah, they they're definitely gonna side with you on that because they, you know, the courts would be like, all right, man, y'all doing. They, they'll tell the mom side, y'all doing too much, man. Let him get his child. You, yeah, know, you gotta go to court and cry, day. man. Yeah, you gotta go to court though. You gotta show the passion and like, man, this is what they doing to me. And yeah, judge me like You're right. <laughs> so, uh, you might have to go the court route, man. Just, just don't let it, don't let it, don't let it happen for so long that your child misses so many years without you. That yeah, because it's dope, and you can't get that back. You're right. Like I can't. They grow so fast every day. They, Damn. And you can't get any of it back. Right. So So you gotta do it early. Yeah. You gotta strike now. Four years old, you gotta get in there and strike now. Four years old, yeah. He know you at four. Absolutely. He, he's developing his memories. He's developing Absolutely. His you, first everything. Hopefully hopefully you can afford the legal fees, but I, I I would definitely say if they making it that hard for you and you've already exhausted, you know, trying to just communicate and come to a compromise, then you gotta take it to court. And then boom. Sorry, man. I'm sorry yeah, you're going bad. through that, David. I'm, I, I feel bad, man. But hopefully y'all can make it through it, and hopefully the child is not damaged. Yeah. Uh, Benita Chiquita asks, what are your thoughts on millennials versus Generation X? And why do people often intertwine the two when it comes to their opinions on the generation as a whole? I actually had to look it up to see what the age cutoff was. They right. like, Manili- like, people my age be like, you know, millennials, and I'm like, but I think that's us. Right. So like around the 2000s. Yeah, it's like it's like a cutoff, like 30-something. And I'm like, well, that's us. But I don't feel like, like my brother, we're seven years apart. Me and my brother are completely different. Right. Like I feel like they got to shorten up these gaps. Right. Like when you talk about sports, who's the greatest? You got to cut these eras down. Because your your brother is a millennial. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I think I am too. You're on the uh, early stages of the millennial? I think so. I think I barely made the cut. You were born in 84. 84. That's millennial. Yeah. When does millennial start? Like 81, 82, something like so that. So Generation X is my generation. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm 77. And then. 
So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, you they need to change it because and I don't you feel still like, young when that when that, like I was alive when internet came out. Yeah, I still remember pre-internet life. Right. Yeah. I remember I all that stuff. I definitely remember pre-internet. I remember life. getting it. We was in middle school when AOL came out, something yeah. like that. We were like, "What is this?" The whole dial-up and all that. Yeah, I remember all of that. So, I like that I that I was around for me too. I like that I've seen both for both, and I was able to engage really fully into the new. You yeah, know, I was just like, all right, we this is what we on, you know. I didn't grow up like that, you know. The iPad they got. I mean, we had Game Boys and stuff, yeah. you know. what I mean, Nintendo, but I remember when that was new. Yeah, because our parents grew up on Atari, so I, I get why they intertwine the two because they're so closely, they're so close together, but. But then it it really shows the difference, like when you you when you do opinions on stuff. Yeah. That's that's when it comes in, like you know, even even like you know, I, I equate it to like pop culture and sports because that's you know that's mainly what we're into sports. Yeah. So you like you know it's like you know that's that's when you see the generation gap. Yeah. You're like, oh, you wasn't around for you know. But it's not even it doesn't even have to be that long. It, it's it's literally. Seven to ten years, yeah. and that's a huge difference. Even yeah. when we talk sometimes, group chat, you'll bring something up, and I'm like, "You was like, this was trash." And me, Keenan, and Chad was like, "We was nine. You yeah. was, you was, you know, sixteen, seventeen. I was fully realized. We, I was, was like, like nah, we nah. loved it. We thought it was dope. Nah, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Ooze. No, I loved it. Trash. I loved it. it I go back trash. and watch it now. It's so bad. Oh, it but was, I loved it. Was it was bad kid. then. It wasn't. I was like six. Uh, sick of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> like three ninjas out there. Uh, I was too old. It was amazing. Uh, and I went back and watched I was like, this is the dumbest this movie garbage. I've ever seen in my It's trash. It's garbage. beyond trash. The stuff I liked as a kid holds up. Oh, it was so bad. Big Trouble Little China holds up to this day. I mean, day. a lot of my stuff holds like like heavyweights, Mighty Ducks, and those yeah, hold up. Yeah, Sandlot. Yeah, I can watch Sandlot right city. now. Yeah, Heavyweights will still have me in tears <laughs> right now. That movie's so funny. Yeah. They took all the fat kids that was popping back then, and they made a hilarious movie. <laughs> ben Stiller, that's one of my favorite Ben Stiller roles. I've never seen it. Oh, you will be in tears. I got to check that out. <laughs> you will laugh so hard. <laughs> I gotta check that one. Out. He's he's a villain, but he's like over. Ben Stiller as a villain is funny. He's man. so ridiculous. He was a villain in Happy Gilmore. It was a small role, yeah. but effective. And the kids, they the kids is so you know it's the the little fat uh, Keenan Thompson, uh-huh. um, Goldberg, yeah, uh, from Mighty Ducks, uh, Carp from Mighty Ducks, uh, and just a bunch of little fat kids. Man, the movie's <laughs> just so funny. They have Fat Camp, but Ben Stiller comes in. The, the the thing is, they used to go to fat camp every summer. Uh-huh. So this new kid is coming, and they fat camp is supposed to be a good time. Ben Stiller comes in, he's a hard ass. Yeah. And he just completely changed the camp, and they, they got to overthrow him. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> the movie is hilarious. I got a peep game. Keenan Thompson. He's been working since forever. The record holder for the longest tenure at SNL. Whew. Longest tenure. I was like, oh, never, never knew. Wait, how? He's been he's been on SNL longer than anybody. Really? Yeah, in the history of SNL. People dip out the FS? Oh yeah, that, I guess that's true. They yeah, launched. They be out of there. Yeah, yeah they be out of there quick. But yeah, so he's been around the longest. <clears throat> King Tizzle, eggs. I'm 28, and the woman I'm in a friendship with is 10 years older. In a friendship. Here in friendship. Is the age gap a problem? Do these relationships work normally? I don't know. It depends on me. y'all. Yeah. They can. They can't. You know. Uh, I shoot. I have a my girlfriend now. She's eight years younger than me, and uh, my ex wife was the same age as me, like you know, a few months apart. You know, and uh, it just depends on y'all, really. Yeah, I don't know where y'all at mentally. Yeah, it just depends. Uh, they can work. It depends, and it depends on what y'all want out of life. At yeah. twenty eight, you might be like, "I'm ready to start a family." She thirty eight. She like, uh. right. She might be done with that. Yeah. So it just depends on the goals, the ideals y'all got set forth and whatnot. And what y'all prepared for. She going to go through stuff. Right. That you might not be ready for and it's coming. Y'all could be a match made in heaven. You yeah, never know. who knows? It's up to y'all, man. It's the fingerprint. Relationships are fingerprints, man. As long right. as y'all cool getting along, making each other happy, stay in it. That's what I say. Uh, Epic Rain asks, I guess this question is for Tony more than Keon, but uh, since my kids are small, 
He said his son is nine. He's good, smart, smart as hell, but he doesn't have an interest outside of video games. He does whatever he can do to get to video games, and he's not ashamed by it. My question is, how do I get him to actually try other things on his own? I hate having to force him to try stuff. I know I hated that as a kid. I told him one day he's going to have to learn to code and make his own video games since he doesn't want to do anything but play them. He doesn't even have an interest in that. Man, it's tough. And, like, I got a gamer son. Uh, Sincere is a game head. But the thing about Sincere, he shows balance, so it's not like, you know, my alarms are up. Like, he'll he'll game it up. Like, on the weekends, he doesn't game it up heavy on the week. The weekdays, because you know schoolwork first, yeah. and then weekends he games out. But you know he's got a girlfriend. He hangs out with his friends. And like, yeah, we gonna hit food truck night. We gonna go watch Improv. We gonna do this. We gonna go to the movies. So he's still showing a balance of actual social activity and the heavy gameplay. So it's just like, all right, and his grades are good. So I'm just like, yeah. but and, and he said his son's nine. I remember being nine. <clears throat> and I was I was a sports guy, but still yeah. at nine I could play I could play Mortal Kombat all day oh, at man. nine. Like I, I was well past nine playing yeah. games all day. So you could I mean nine is early. He, yeah, I mean not having an interest in nothing else, I could see that. But like my brother, he was the nerd guy, and now he works on computers for yeah. the school district. You know what I mean? He still yeah. and still plays his video games. Got yeah. his whole man cave and whatnot. Like I don't think it's that big of a deal, especially if you said he's smart. Yeah, he'll he'll get something and still have his games. Now, now, as far as like socially, yeah. I don't know. If Just he, keep an eye on that. Yeah, like, socially, but if he has his little, if he has his little, you know, nerd crew, fine. They, like, that, that's social. That's social. That's so yeah. So just be. Just be mindful of like, is he cutting off people in general? Yeah, and then that's that's when it it could become a problem. As far as trying other things, I mean, if that's what he like, that's what he like. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, dabble and stuff. So they try this out, you know, because you never know what you might like. Yeah, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Right. To let's see, when I was nine, let's see, all right, seventy seven, eighty seven, so eighty six. I was into playing with my toys. I don't think we had a Nintendo then. So I was, I would play Atari at my dad's house because he had the Atari set up. We we had an Atari at my mom's house, but I would just play every now and then. Mostly, I was in the toys and cartoons and going outside. Yeah, I was. We was definitely outside. Yeah, yeah we was outside a lot. We was outside tough. And then I come in, play with toys or watch cartoons, watch movies. I love movies too, because '86, you know, Aliens came out that year, and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But I probably didn't see it until like '87, but. So movies, outside, toys was my thing when I was nine. Yeah. I did the sports and then I did everything though. But the sports was my That was your thing. main passion. I could have did that all day, every day. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been a big deal to me. But I also did, you know, like I said, socially, it wasn't like it was just me and my brother. Well, you know, me and my brother had, we played together too. Right. And then we had our friends. So it was like the majority. Yep, if had, everybody yeah. wanted to go. Like sometimes we would bring uh, the TV out in the garage. Mm-hmm. If everybody was playing video games that day, then that's just what we was doing that day. Right. If everybody was playing tag the next day, then that's just what we was doing, we doing? that bases. day. Yeah, the majority, the majority rule, you yeah. know. On the so I, I would, I guess my question to you is, what is he doing socially? Right. Like, does he have a group of friends where they do anything? Now, I, I think that's a bigger deal than playing video games. Right. The social life of it. Yeah, and plus nine, you know, it's just yeah. Cause you can have you can play video games all day socially, and I used to be. We used to play, have oh, tournaments. Man, we would dog. do all. We did that fun. in college. Yeah, we used to have Soul Caliber tournaments. Yeah, it was fun. That was so fun. We had Madden tournaments. We so had fun. Mortal Kombat tournaments. Man. We had everything. NBA Two K man. Yeah, all that. And uh, we used to play Halo. <laughs> oh, anyway, but uh, I know I know that following year though. That's when I got crazy about movies. When I was ten, that's when my movie obsession kicked into high gear. Don't forget, man. Don't forget, you got any questions for us, ask us on the YouTube page. Uh, and we'll we'll tackle them on the show. You can uh, find us anywhere you get podcasts from. And uh, hit me up on Tony Baker Comedy on everything. TonyBakerComedy.com is the site. Buy my special. It's only $7. Would y'all buy that man's special? Yeah, man. It's only $7. Bucks. Uh, you, can, you can buy that at TonyBakerComedy.com. Which one? Uh, you can get Scaredy Cat. Or the seven dollar joint for uh, from the website. Seven the seven dollar one's the one I need to see. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the one from the real comedians the social media tour.
Oh, I need to see them both. I just thought about that. Yeah. Because I've heard Scary Cat. But I yeah, you know all it. the jokes from Scary Cat. Ain't yeah. no point in watching Scary Cat, man. Yeah. I just wanted to see what it looked like visually because I yeah. only saw Keenan. It was great. It looks great. Yeah. And then the the Real Comedians joint. That's the one I need to see. Yeah, and that's the one they shot at the church. And uh, Yeah, $7, man. You yeah, I'll get it today. And then Keon Poling. Yeah, just add Keon Poling on everything. Sorry, I had to step away. I was canceling an audition in Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make the shoot dates, though. Santa Monica. Santa Monica sucks. But anyway, we, we gave y'all a full hour. I don't hear no complaints. Yeah. But yeah, follow me. Can't uh, about the complaints no way, man. Y'all yeah. gonna get this 45. <laughs> Sometimes we got things to do. Verbal cardio was 30 minutes. Yeah. Is that coming back? Yeah, it's coming back. All right. 30 yeah. minutes. So yeah, y'all check us out on everything. Y'all know where to go, where to be. And uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, man. We out here.